everyone. Welcome to the Daily Word. I'm really glad that you've joined me. And for our Daily Word today, we're going into John chapter 13. I want to share verses 37 to 43 with you. And then let's talk just for a few minutes about what, it, what does it mean here, particularly in verse 40, where the Lord blinds their eyes, harden their hearts so that they can't see, they can't understand in their hearts and turn to the Lord and be healed. What is it that the Lord is saying here? How do we understand this? So let me share the scripture with you. But despite all the miraculous signs Jesus had done, most of the people still did not believe in him. This is exactly what Isaiah the prophet had predicted. Lord, who has believed our message? To whom has the Lord revealed his powerful arm? But the people couldn't believe, for as Isaiah also said, the Lord has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts so that their eyes cannot see and their hearts cannot understand, and they cannot turn to me and have me heal them. Isaiah was referring to Jesus when he said this because he saw the future and spoke of the Messiah's glory. Many people did believe in him, however, including some of the Jewish leaders, but they they wouldn't admit it for fear that the Pharisees would expel them from the synagogue, for they loved human praise more than the praise of God. So many, uh, the scripture says, in spite of the many miraculous signs that Jesus does, many do not uh, believe. And part of, of what this indicates to us is something that we've talked about before. It just reiterates that, it, it confirms that, that that belief in Jesus is more than just intellectual. If it were just a matter of evidence, there is plenty of evidence still today for people to believe in Jesus. But you see, it's much more complicated than just an intellectual belief. I, I remember one Easter a uh, number of years ago when a skeptic was there and we had a, a pretty good relationship. He was the spouse of of a, a woman who belonged to the church, and I, uh, I gave a, a very, um, I would say, apologetically oriented Easter sermon. I felt like I'd proved out the evidence for the resurrection, and afterward he came up to me, and, and, I, and he said, you know, that was, that was really pretty good, and, and uh, made, made good points and so forth, and I said, well, did I get you? <laughs> and uh, he said, no, no, it didn't get me. It, you, you see, it is complicated because belief in Jesus is to trust him. It is to enter a relationship. It is to yield to him. And, and so it's bigger than just uh, an intellectual activity. It is relational. Now, uh, God revealed this in advance, the fact that most people would not believe. He revealed that in advance through Isaiah, verse 41, Isaiah was referring to Jesus when he said this because he saw the future and spoke of the Messiah's glory. But the question, and, and the somewhat troubling verse here is in verse 40, where we read about the Lord, uh, that he's blinded the eyes and he's hardened their hearts and so on. And uh, what, what, is it that we, what is it that we should do with that? Like, how do we understand this? And and what we can understand is that there's a way to look at this that, that says that, um, that God is actively preventing people from believing, right? There's a way to look at this and to understand it that way. But if you remember our principle for interpreting Scripture, 
is to look at the whole counsel of God to allow Scripture to interpret Scripture so that we can, we can get at the heart of God. We don't want to just pull passages out of context and, and not give them the, the whole context of the whole counsel of, of God. And so, for instance, we read in 2 Peter chapter 3 and verse 9 that, that God doesn't want anyone to perish, that he wants everyone to repent and to come to salvation. In, in, that, uh, in that chapter, the apostle Peter is addressing those who are criticizing belief in Jesus because the Savior had not yet come. He said he's not being slow, he's being patient. He wants everyone to be saved. Not only that, we read earlier in the Gospel of John that Jesus is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Not just the sin of some or a few, but of the world. He took each and every sin of each and every person to his cross. John 3.16, that is, for God so loved the world. Not that he loved some in the world, but he so loved the world. And so as we look at this, we see that, that it, it cannot mean that God doesn't want everyone to be saved, that he would intentionally exclude and, and blind and so forth. Um, so how do we understand this? Well, we can make some conclusions based on the scriptures. Uh, conclusion one is that God sees the future. As we read here, God revealed this through Isaiah says Isaiah was referring to Jesus when he said this because he saw the future, right? So God knows the future. He knows our choices even before we make them. And so God knows who will choose him and who will not. And God allows those choices. He allows us to not choose him, to choose against him. And God not only allows those choices, but what we're seeing here, I believe, is that God confirms those choices. He, he allows them, he confirms the, uh, the choice of those who refuse to believe. It's, it's similar to what we see with Pharaoh in uh, the account of the Exodus. God is bringing these plagues against Egypt to to push them toward releasing the Israelites from their slavery. And, uh, and as that's happening, we read in the scriptures, you'll, you'll see that Pharaoh hardens his heart, but you'll also see that God hardens the heart of Pharaoh. And so we'd have to ask, well, which is it? And, uh, and the, the, the answer is, well, it's actually both. God knows that, that uh, Pharaoh will harden his heart, God is determined to show his glory by overcoming even this great nation of Egypt. And so God confirms his choice. God hardens the heart of the one who would harden his heart against God. And so, friends, let us then soften our hearts toward God. Let us open our hearts to him, to receive him. And let us live in such a way that we are not ashamed that we're not afraid of believing. This mention here specifically of those who believed, and yet it was a sort of a belief, right? Like, we don't really want to tell anybody. We, we, we don't want to get in trouble for it. Our friends, let's be, let's be open-hearted, warm-hearted, bold believers who would speak the truth in love, who would stand firm, 
for our faith in Jesus Christ. And may it be so in his holy name. Amen. Amen. And friends, until we get a chance to speak again, I pray that God would bless you and that he would keep you.